the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another thrill-packed edition of Unite, i.e. radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. My name is Greg Britton with the Redlands Tea Party Patriots, joined by my co-host Don Dix, chapter leader of Act for America in Corona. And this week we've got the State of the Union. And we've got the state of the memo. State of the memo it is. Yeah, there are, there are two things that are driving the And then the, the state left. of California as well. That's right. That did happen. Yeah, there's two things that seem to be driving the left at this point. Uh, just nuts. And that is Donald Trump is president and Devin Nunez isn't. <laughs> he, wants to, he wants disclosure. How dare a Republican disclose government malfeasance right. secrets uh the in the the, the uh tick tock of how the government decides uh how it's going to uh surveil americans and we're not allowed to know that but yet somehow back in the vietnam era in richard nixon presidency the left the polit- the, the, the political left ensconced already inside the media thought that the American people needed to know what was going on inside the Pentagon concerning the Vietnam War. The people should know. Yeah, I mean, there, there's, there's a movie out now about uh, with starring Tom Hanks and I forget who else is in the, in the movie. Right. Just you know, glorifying the idea that, that the courageous reporters and editors of the mainstream media are fighting against the administration to release information and inform the American people of what their government is doing. But now... That the foo is on the other shoot, as they some somewhere they say that. Now that now that the situation is reversed, real, you'll be real careful with how you how you pronounce that, Don. <laughs> but now now that the situation's reversed, the Democrats are just beside themselves. They're doing everything that they can do to uh, discredit Devin Nunez, discredit the memo, discredit uh, you know the shifting narrative from Russian. No collusion. pun intended. Shifting, yeah, shift, yeah, you know, and 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 at the at the at the ground zero, as you so you know aptly noted, the unintended pun there, you know, at the center of the left of this is Adam Schiff, right, who's you know trying to do coordinate everything he can do to stop the release of the memo, to discredit the memo. I mean, he even went so far as to say that well, the memo's changed. Well, you know what? Besides a couple of grammatical changes and the changes the Democrats wanted in the memo, not much changed. <laughs> no, and, and of course, what's really going on here is the Democrats have weaponized and corrupted the FBI and the Department of Justice. Right. That they used this actually was actually illegally when they Hillary Clinton campaign paid money to a foreigner. That's illegal. To come up to, t- to take Russian disinformation for which has some of it has been refuted and none of it has been corroborated, then they take that and put that into an application, and as appears what what has happened, to the court to get a warrant 
to spy on the opposition political campaign. Right. Then these same people in the in the Justice Department and the Department of Justice are openly conspiring against then candidate Trump, then president elect Trump, and then president Trump. And that is scary in and of itself, and they don't want this to come out. But what I think is equally scary is other than Alan Dershowitz, who is a liberal but has some principles behind him other than just political victory today, not a single prominent Democrat has a problem with the weaponization of the FBI, DOJ, and the intelligence agencies. Hey, almost the entire government against the the American people, against their political enemies, against, I mean, you name it, whether it's the IRS against uh, groups that wanted to use the cover of the tax code uh, to, you know, embark on their great journeys of activism, which the left had been using forever. I mean, they love, the left loves 501s and 3s and 4s and Cs and Fs. They love to use this alphabet soup of uh, tax shelter in order to apply their uh, trade, fund their uh, purposes. But, oh, how dare the Republicans in the form at that point, the conservatives in the form at that point of Tea Parties, dare to organize against the, the uh, swamp is right. essentially they, what was happening. They just, they just knew, what the, they knew what to do, although there was a meeting. Uh, the head of the IRS union went to the White House. Uh, shortly before the conduct started of their delaying, hindering, harassing conservative groups applying for tax-exempt status. So whether there was a a direct order or not, these people in the bureaucracy, they know what to do. It's way back to, and I don't remember the the English king's name, is that he never directly ordered his knights to go to the Archbishop of Canterbury. Oh, there you go. They just knew. Showing off your extensive knowledge of history and how history repeats itself. But they knew what the king wanted. Right. And they did it. So there's a couple of uh, of hashtags going around right now. One of them is uh, the Schiff shaft. I think that's pretty clever. So, yeah, Adam Schiff is trying to shaft everybody and everything that wants this. In fact, you know, the the, the, uh, media... Is, is saying, and we'll get to the state of the, we'll stop talking about the state of the memo and we'll shift over to the state of the union because there's more. We You could talk a whole day about oh, what happened. Yes. And again, we, we've been very careful about how we pronounce our words. There's a, there's a new hashtag. Yes. That's, 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 that's now uh, one of the top hashtags on, in, on Twitter. It's the Democrats are full of shift, emphasizing the uh, F sound. Yes, they are. Yeah. Full of shift. And uh, so, so you know, we, obviously we're talking here before the anticipated release of the memo, so we can't talk about what's in the memo. But we've been told by everybody from, uh, you know, Trey Gowdy to, I mean, you know, various sundry people that have viewed the memo that this is going to be a bombshell. This is going to be it. Sarah Carter, who appears regularly on the Hannity show program, says this is only the first of many 
shoes to drop uh, when it comes to you know understanding what's actually unfolded uh, since the presidential campaign election cycle began. Uh, and maybe even before that. Oh, the, yeah, the, oh, this is absolutely. This is just the tip of the iceberg. There was just a report that came back to in some prominence. It was originally from back from April of seventeen that over a six month period, eighty five percent of the Pfizer requests were illegal. Okay, so and we see and we've seen the, the, all those unmaskings by people like the UN ambassador. Why? Like, why would the UN ambassador need to unmask the identity of of Americans in? confidential recorded uh, communications yeah other than for, other than for political reasons exactly this is you know you ambassador is not a person who's known to be not just in the tip of the spear but anywhere on the spear itself when it comes to national security and intelligence i should say national security yes that's probably too broad a brush but when it comes to the intelligence Right. I mean, why would why would Samantha Power at the UN need to know the identity of Americans that were recorded by the NSA in their confidential communications? Right. Well, we're going to take a quick break here, come back with a little conversation about the state biggest of the story of the week, which was not so much even the State of the Union, which we'll probably talk about, but it's the reaction to the State of the Union and the President of the United States after a break from our sponsor for this half hour of the Unite IE radio show. Ed Hoffman of Wholesale Capital Corporation, the place to go for your real estate lending needs, both residential and commercial. Back after this. Hey, Larry Elder here. Now, if you're a homeowner thinking about refinancing or you'd like to be a homeowner and aren't sure where to start, call my friend Ed Hoffman at Wholesale Capital Corporation. Rates are great right now, and from what Ed tells me, there are a lot of great opportunities out there in real estate. You need a lender you can count on, and I can vouch for Ed. He'll deal with you straight and advise you like you're part of the family. Just give Ed a call at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. I know Ed. He's a good guy. He'll talk to you like a friend and won't make you feel like you've just walked into a shark tank. Now's the time to buy or refinance. Give my friend Ed Hoffman a call at Wholesale Capital Corporation. Again, 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. Or visit him online, wccloans.com. 855-640-2020. AM 590, the answer. This is Assemblywoman Melissa Melendez urging you to tune in to Unite IE Radio every Saturday afternoon at 4 p.m. on AM 590, The Answer. My duty and the sacred duty of every elected official in this chamber is to defend Americans, to protect their safety, their families, their communities, and their right to the American dream. Because Americans are dreamers, too. That is a clip from the State of the Union address that Donald Trump delivered in the House of Representatives on Tuesday evening. And, Greg, I think it was the State of the Union address that I would I want to say normal people have been hungry for for the better part of a decade. An actual State of the Union talking about what's happened over the last year, uh, not the typical Barack Obama, uh, you know, here's what America has a history of doing wrong, 
Uh, here's how we're going to fundamentally transform history. Here are examples of victims throughout Americans' culture, and here's how we're going to rectify them and shove all these changes down your throats, kind of a st- uh, state of the union. This was, you know, this was kind of what we would expect. It's a, it's a, it's a, a leader cheerleading America. Well, and, that, and that's an excellent. I was going to, I was going to make that point because when tr- Trump was over in Davos. He 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 made that point. He says that a leader of a company or a country needs to be a cheerleader for that country or that company, right? And, and that's one of the things you really saw prominently on display in the State of the Union is that, and it's not been, it's before this too. Donald Trump was a cheerleader for America. He believes in America. He loves the country. That's why he ran for president and went through all the stuff he had to go through when he had close to the ideal life out before he, before he got involved in this. He had, he's a billionaire, got properties all over the place. He's got a great family. He's got a beautiful wife. You know, he could retire or stay in business, do whatever he wanted to, but he gave that up. To run for office and endure all of the stuff that's happened to him and been thrown at him and been said about him and his family ever since. I think it was his best speech ever. Uh, well, I, I, I yes, I, I completely agree with you. And I think that this uh, is we're seeing a merging, a merging between uh, Donald Trump, the teleprompter speaker and Donald Trump, the campaign speaker. That is that's actually, I think, beginning to merge. I didn't really feel except for when. Uh, he had the little flub with whether it's DJ or CJ when he was referring to the uh, you know the ICE agent. Uh, the left loved that one because they were able to make some hay with that and show how he's done that before when he gets a little tongue tied giving a teleprompter speech. Other than stuff like that, basic you know stuff. Uh, it was great. A little history here, Greg, real quick. The founding fathers when they established this country established this idea that the president every January, February would send a report to members of Congress in the State of the Union, <clears throat> you know, t- telling them, hey, you know, here, here's where we're at. We're okay. We're not okay. Things are going well. Uh, here's where they're not going well and what we need to do. So it was almost like a report card, if you will. Um, now, it was at the time a really informal thing. And somewhere along the way, a long time ago, it was decided that this should happen in person. The president should go up there and make a speech. Um, and in our lifetimes, the State of the Union speeches have not no, so much been about State of the Union at all. They've been where the sitting president, the majority party, are giving speeches containing a laundry list of things that they intend to provide or give away to as many people as possible, coming, you know, coupled with the incessant criticism of the opposition party. I, I don't think there was w- literally a section in the president's State of the Union where he overtly criticized the left. Do, do you recall? Well, there was maybe not overtly, but the, but it was but it was quite very strongly implied, and that's one of the, no one's really. Ta- I've heard anyone talk about this. Is in so many places, what he was saying was, "I am not Barack Hussein Obama." Well, they're talking about rules of engagement in Afghanistan, right. or I'm going to keep Guantanamo open so we can capture and question terrorists. Oh, you mean or- terrorists aren't criminals, but they're enemy combatants? Right. Yeah. Well, you know. Um- and the, 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 cheerle- the, the cheerleading for, uh, for America, the uh, 
duty, and he's, this, is a, this is a reoccurring theme with him, is the, that the leaders owe a duty of loyalty to their people. He made that same point in Davos, and he's made this point repeatedly previously. He made it again in a number, in a number of places in the State of the Union. And I thought, I was, I was listening to it, and I was, I was very moved by it. And I thought this was going to be a great speech that was going to play to a larger audience, not just his base. And it gets done with it, and they go to the, the panel of pundits to start punditing. Where, where were you watching? Fox, I, was on, I was watching Fox News. Okay, yeah. And then Ron Williams, oh, this was a terrible speech. It wasn't a reaching out speech and everything. I don't know. And what do you, what do you have? The CBS News poll. Among people who watched the speech, 75% of the people approved of the speech. And that's including a, 43% of exactly, Democrats. Exactly. Who have been f- force fed by the mainstream media and their politicians an unending diet of Trump hatred for the last year plus. Yeah, the criticism of that poll might be somewhat warranted only because, you know, you, you're going to have the, the hard left that's not even going to turn it on. They're not even going to watch it. I watched one video of a group of obviously progressive Democrats watching it, and the entire time they're throwing shoes at the wall where the projection of the State of the Union was being, you know, put up on. And the entire time, every time Trump says something, they they have shoes, and then they got like shoe boys that go up, grab all the shoes, take them back to the audience, and redistribute them so more shoes can be thrown at the wall. And they, and they, and they were and they were probably still wearing their same shoes. They probably just brought extra, brought, brought extra shoes to, uh, to 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 throw for the uh, for the cameras. Look, I thought the president also. Yes, I thought the president did an amazing job. And whoever how they orchestrated this, the examples, the uh, examples of. Um, whenever it came to a particular topic, whether it was the police, whether it was border security, in the case of what it is, what makes America great, when he went to the South Korean, uh, the North Korean that had escaped after being tortured on crutches, two thousand miles, being tortured again for his Christian faith as he tried to make his way through China, down to Vietnam, and finally now to America, I lost it. That to me, and then of course you have the um, the the two. Uh, sets of parents whose children were killed by MS-13 gang members, seeing those pr- parents up there trying to contain themselves. There were so, there were so many great moments. I've never seen anyone... I mean, all the presidents bring in their guests and so on, but to the way he was able to weave, not just, this is a great America and he's done a great thing, but it was to weave their personal story into his larger message. Of this, of this pro-American, American spirit, the American ideal, the American family that he's come back to repeatedly and did so in, in, a, in a State of the Union. There was a moment, and I think that for me it was one of the, probably the, one of the highlights of it, is he's introduced this army sergeant who had charged into the booby-trapped building to save his comrade right. who had been wounded. And he tells the story and everything. One of the fathers, black fathers, of the girls who were killed by the MS-13 gang members was, was next to him. And I watched his reaction as he both applauded and reached over to shake the guy's hand. It was the absolute antithesis of Democrat identity politics, where you're first and foremost a member of your racial or ethnic group. They were both Americans. And he was moved and inspired by this other American, the sergeant's story, and regarded him as not as a, you're a white man, you're whatever, they were both Americans, and that is part of what Donald Trump, is, his message was and what he's been trying to cultivate 
the exact antithesis of everything that the Democrat Party and the liberals stand for. Things like family, things like church, things like the police, the military, even the national anthem are things that the left despises. One in particular, and we'll talk about who that was, that decided that that was just a bridge too far for them. Talking about these pillars of Western civilization when we return on the Unite IE radio program after a message from our sponsor. Ed Hoffman of Wholesale Capital Corporation, the place to go for your real estate lending needs, both residential and commercial. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman, president of Wholesale Capital Corporation and host of the main event, which airs every weekend here on AM 590 The Answer. I'm proud to be a part of the effort to make America great again, not just by supporting this station and conservative movement, but also by helping people achieve the American dream of homeownership. Whether you're looking to achieve that dream and you need financing, or you already own a home and you're considering refinancing your mortgage in order to lower your payment, shorten your term, or pay off high interest debt, or if you're over 62 and want to look into that great financing tool known as a reverse mortgage, call me at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. One last time, toll free day or night, 855-640-2020. I'll give you all your options, answer all your questions, and walk you through the process. And don't forget to listen to my show, The Main Event, Saturdays at 10 a.m. and 9 p.m., Sundays at 8 a.m., right here on AM 590 The Answer. Licensed by the California Bureau of Real Estate. Broker license number 0114747 and California Finance Lenders license number 603K610. Also licensed in Arizona by the Arizona Department of Financial Institutions. MB number 096199. AM590. The answer. Welcome back to Unite IE Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. And I was, there's one particular segment of the very end of the State of the Union speech where Donald Trump is, is basically saying that, and he says that uh, about the American people, and he says they, they forever remind us of what we should never forget. The people dreamed this country. The people built this country. Not, not, and again, I'm not Barack Obama. You didn't build this. And then he concludes, and it is the people who are making America great again. So, so many great uh, elements to this speech. And of course, you, you, the, the, the swamp, the bubble that surrounds 10 square miles on the East Coast called Washington, D.C., uh, would beg to differ because it's all about government for them, ever expanding, ever encroaching, ever. And it's, you know, we learned in our CSG classes that this is the natural order of things, that government naturally will grow and consolidate power around it. It's what every it's human nature. You know, if you work for the government, if you're a highly placed government official and you're in a department that could uh, maybe not survive the next, you know, budget. You're going to do everything you can to justify your existence because that's your job. And you have jobs and you're responsible to that's for how the you jobs of people on, under you. Peter Schweitzer, who wrote Clinton Cash and, whole, and other books on government corruption, is coming out with a new one. Detailing, it's not just, it's not just the, the, the sours where they get themselves, but how they use their offices and positions to enrich their family, their friends, their cronies. Because they can, do, because they get one of the things that they'll do is, is is companies will hire relatives of various government officials, and of course, so so you, you can't pay the money directly to the politician, but you can hire his brother, his son, his daughter, his spouse, what have you. I wonder what they're going to talk about over dinner or at family events or when they can pick up the phone call and get direct access because they have all the numbers and emails. Yeah. 
that's you know that's pretty sure. smart. If 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 Company X has hired your brother, and then Company's X representative calls for an appointment, you know this company has hired your brother and is paying him two hundred fifty thousand dollars a year for doing nothing. Exactly. Before the break, we mentioned that the pillars of Western civilization, things like church, family, police, military, what you referenced in the opening is that the people of America are the ones that have made America great, that built America. Well, all this was just a bridge too far. Joy Reid of MSNBC, who has over a million followers, decided that she just needed to tweet about this. And here's her tweet, quote, church, family, police, military, the national anthem. Trump trying to call on all the tropes of the 50s era nationalism. The goal of this speech appears to be to force the the normalization of Trump on the terms of the bygone era of his supporters who are nostalgic for these things. You know, this really is a window into the dark soul of the political left. Right, and then, and that comes on top of the other breaking news this week that it was determined that yoga is racist. Yeah, because it's it, and and cultural appropriation. Absolutely, we we appropriated a, a an expression yeah. of a culture, uh, but didn't didn't bring with it all the other things that are a part of yoga. Right. Yeah, we're going to continue chatting about the State of the Union. Also, a teacher in Pico Rivera decided that a Marine Corps t-shirt was a little too much for him and got triggered in class we'll talk about him and what he said that got the stark response from general kelly you can go to hell we'll be back with that more after the break when you're in an auto accident you want quality repairs done as fast as possible all you need is all-star for 20 years car star all-star collision and corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity so when the inevitable happens to you all you need is car star all-star collision 951-279-9161 mention am 590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or a hundred dollars off your repairs car star all-star collision the kings of wreck and roll 951-279-9161 am 590 the answer Welcome back to the United Inland Empire radio program, the show for the most important political office, that of private citizen. And, of course, you you got to put down April 8th in your calendar. If you're anywhere in the Inland Empire, you're listening to the show, you know people who need to be have a little helping hand to get off the couch. You know, that it's time to stop sitting on the couch and hurling sh- slippers and you know, empty plates at the TV because you're exasperated about what's going on in California. You may be happy about what's going on in the rest of the country. But even the rest of the country, it's not like, okay, Donald Trump is in, he's getting some of his programs adopted, some not yet so far, uh, so we can sit back, we don't need to worry about it. Well, no, no, no. The opposition certainly has not given up. They are super motivated to come at, turn out in this election. So if you like the direction of the country... That that means you you have to work just as hard to keep us going that way as we did to get here. If you like paying higher gas taxes and don't want to do anything about circulating a petition to put that on the ballot so that we can actually vote for it. If you like who is governing California, if you like the fact that California keeps turning out progressive politicians like Kamala Harris, Adam Schiff, 
the list is is far too long. Uh, Kevin DeLeon, who admits that half of his relatives committed forgery, fraud, document fraud in order to be able to get come here and get jobs. If these are the kinds of legislators you like, if you like or uh, unelected uh, bureaucracies like the Council of Governments, whether it's the Western Riverside Council of Governments or SCAG or Sandbag or any of these, if you like them making the decisions, such for you, as they're going to put toll lanes, people people drive around here, they're going to put toll lanes on the ten and fifteen freeways, and I just saw there was a, there was some someone had posted a picture on the, on Facebook of the of the toll sign on the ninety one. Uh, where they, where they say you know, what, the, what the price is going to be. Oh, and it was a dollar. It was like uh, 50 cents, wasn't it? No, it, was, it was something it was, very affordable was, so that every commuter, every, wait, every commuter in the world can afford to drive on the nine, on these lanes that we already paid for. Our gas taxes, our infrastructure taxes paid for these lanes that we already paid for. So they're going to tack on a little extra 50 cents, right? Greg? Uh, don't you wish it, it was the, you know for the it was up to twenty five or twenty four dollars something to go from that point to the furthest point uh, that was shown on the sign. Yeah, twenty five bucks, and that's one way. One way. So we're talking fifty bucks if you're driving at prime time. You're talking forty to fifty dollars a day. Right, and coming back to the point you were making, it's not even, even as if our elected representatives have imposed this on us. Where there's a vote, and they ultimately have to come back to before the people. This is being done by these unelected regional government agencies that you were mentioning: this Riverside County version, the San Marino County version of it. And you don't have the direct. You, you can't. Who do you vote out of office because of that? But but let's let them now take over the electrical distribution. In our counties, let's let them set up joint power authorities so that they can dictate how much of the electricity that we consume comes from clean green sources, which are heavily subsidized right now and not even economically viable and fossil fuels. That's exactly what's getting ready to happen if we don't get off the couch and get into the game because they're having their way with us, folks. They are filleting us. They're filleting the family. They're filleting businesses. They are destroying what made California the golden state and turning it into a two-class society. The poor and under underprivileged and uninvolved and the coastal elites that are all too happy to show up to cocktail parties and dream up these harebrained schemes. You know that California gas prices are the highest in the country even more than Hawaii now. Here, but here, but here's something. California electro- electricity costs, California compared to Texas, 71.2% more for residential, 115.7% more for commercial, and 175.7% higher for industrial. That's what your politicians here and your dem politicians in California are doing to you. Let's pass a gas tax for the roads. Okay, great. Except for 40% of the money doesn't even go to the roads and none of the money goes for road development or road expansion. None of that money goes for any of that. Oh no, it just goes for fixing potholes. What painting bridges. Yeah. All that stuff needs to be done. But what have they been doing with the with the billions of dollars we've been paying for the last 20 years? No 
and no no accountability, no kind of uh, you know, come to Jesus. Can I say that? Come to Jesus moment for these politicians that have been completely ruining that this is still, state. That is still permitted. It is still permitted. No, they're, they're never held to account. That's more of what I was searching for. No accountability for the people that have been misspending mis, mis our state's revenues. Oh, no. They're allowed to stay there and guess what? Develop over budget, under uh, planned trains to nowhere. We're, oh, yeah, the, the solution to California's transportation infrastructure problem is a high-speed train that's now going to cost, despite the promises that were in the original proposition that voters voted on to put that into place, double at least what it was originally scheduled to cost. And it, if, it's, if it's ever completed, because they're, just do, they're doing the easy segment, and that's already increased by a third over budget. And that's they're doing the easy sandwich just out in the valley where it's just it's mostly flat land. Never mind trying to tunnel through mountains. Well, that's because Jerry Brown and the Democrats needed a backdrop for you know going back to the voters and saying, "Look, look at this wonderful new toy we have." They needed to show progress. At any rate, yeah. boy, that just but, chewed but, up but, a whole segment. Right, but I want to come back to a point, and this cycles back to what we talk about about the 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 the, the most important political office. Why have the Democrats been able to get away with misspending money, high taxes, low results, poor roads, lousy schools? There's been tw- there's been 25 billions plus of water bonds, but no more, no new water. It's because the citizens are not holding the politicians accountable. So if you're happy with how things are going, keep voting for the same crop of people. That's right. If you don't like it, then you need you need to take responsibility. We need to take responsibility as citizens to say no. We want our money properly spent. If we if we have gas taxes, that money goes to pay for our roads, not other things. April eighth is the date to put in your calendar to join other concerns. And the common thing I hear at our at our past events, Greg, is. I had no idea there were that many people that felt like I do. This is what the media does. This is what the progressive left does. This is what the politicians do is they make conservatives and people who hold conservative values to feel like they are the minority, like they don't exist, like they're the only ones out you're there the on weirdo. this island. You're the, you're the weirdo. You're, you're, there's something wrong yep. with you if you believe in the flag and standing for the national anthem and the, you like the military, you support the police and so on. You're, you're something wrong with you. When in fact it's just the opposite. It's they're the ones that have a twisted sense of reality and 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 values. If you believe in church and faith and family and police and military and even the national anthem and everything else it stands for, you are the one that is lost in your desperate search for the bygone era of the fifties and leave it to Beaver. That's right. In our next segment, we're going to dive into Donald Trump's immigration plan. And while he gave a great speech and doing a lot of good things, there are very serious deficiencies in his immigration and amnesty plan. And we're going to dive into that in our next segment after this word from All-Star Collision, the place to take your car when you have an accident because they are truly the kings of rock and roll. Back after this. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision, 951-279-9161. 
Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. AM590, the answer. This is Senator Mike Morrell asking you to tune in to Unite IE Radio every Saturday at 4 o'clock on AM 590, The Answer. Welcome back to Unite IE Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. And Coulter aptly observed that immigration is the most important issue because it determines all other issues. It does. And when they weren't too busy playing Candy Crush and sending texts back and forth, the Democrats, that's about all they did at the State of the Union address. But they did get a little animated when Donald Trump uh, rolled out his uh, immigration plan, said that if the Democrats are willing to reach across the aisle, to which Chuck Schumer looked up and he, he, he I mean, you could literally see him saying, Phew. Like, you know, Donald Trump is just, we were there. We were we were negotiating. Well, if you call that negotiating, Chuck, uh, bringing false promises of, you know, promising a wall but never appropriating it into the budget, which is what really happened there. Yeah, we'll give you the wall. We'll, we'll create the wall, but we'll, but that wasn't an appropriation for spending. But you bring up what Donald Trump laid out at the State of the Union about immigration. He's willing to trade off. Uh, a path to citizenship, albeit a 12-year path, to for up to now 2 million uh, illegal aliens, in, the sons and daughters of the parents that brought them here, who supposedly are uh, victims. They were sitting in the back seat in a car seat when their parents went out for a Sunday drive and mistakenly drove over the U.S. border into America it, for, it could, and forgot it, their way home. It could happen to anyone. It could, you know, it's uh, amazing. So all these innocent kids out there who are now embracing American values by standing on street corners with Mexican flags, standing in politicians' halls, demanding citizenship, demanding a free ride. Holding signs that say, um, F, your bo- F your nation, F your border, and, I'm, and not, not abbreviating the F. Yep. If if this these are who the political left think are the valedictorians of America and, and, and the future of America. Donald Trump laid his plan out to normalize those people's legal status in return for a variety of different concessions. Now, for it, people who are hardline immigration activists who are animated by this and have studied it and are adamant that there can't be any at, any amnesty at all, that this is a giveaway, people like my partner, Greg Britton, uh, are fit to be tied about this. And I get it. I understand. I don't like it either. Greg has an argument as to why this is not the solution to America's illegal alien and immigration problem. I have an answer to that. But first, I have somebody else who also disagrees with the uh, President Trump's immigration plan. Let's, Let's hear from him. We are going to end catch and release. We catch them. Oh, go ahead. We catch them. Go ahead. Under my administration, anyone who illegally crosses the border will be detained until they are removed out of our country and back to the country from which they came. 
Zero tolerance for criminal aliens. Zero. 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 We don't, they don't come in here. They don't come in here. I am going to create a new special deportation task force focused on identifying and quickly removing the most dangerous criminal illegal immigrants in America who have evaded justice, just like Hillary Clinton has evaded justice, okay? Maybe they'll be able to deport her. We will break the cycle of amnesty and illegal immigration. We will break the cycle. There will be no amnesty. People will know that you can't just smuggle in, hunker down, and wait to be legalized. Not going to work that way. Those days are over. Who was that? I thought we elected that guy. I want, I want, I want him back. Who was that? I, I don't, I don't recognize that voice. Hmm. Uh, I think some guy. I was. I think his name is Donald Trump. So has Donald Trump found that there's a difference between campaigning and campaign slogans and actually getting policy pushed through uh, Congress into law? There may be, there may have to be compromises along the way. For example, he he campaigned on having a fifteen percent corporate tax rate, right. and in the tax bill that was passed, it ended up being twenty one percent because that was the best they could. He lied. He deceived the American no. people. That's that. See, that's that's an example of <laughs> of trying to get what you want, but you can't get all of what you want. Right. Here is something where he says, and he promised no amnesty. And now he's going to give amnesty. And it's, yeah. as I said, I, I, don't, I don't have time in our show here to read through the 16 reasons I've written out as to why this is You should is have only come up plan. with three. That might be. But, <laughs> but if, you're in, if you're interested, you can find it on redlandsteaparty.net. Redlandsteaparty.net. But sum it up for there. us. Why, why is Well, first, why I'm going to give the first reason, is, and that is, okay. is up front, there is guaranteed amnesty regardless of anything else that happens. In 1986, Congress and the politicians promised us there's going to be one and only one amnesty, and thereafter they were going to enforce the immigration laws. How did that work out? Well, there's actually been seven amnesties since. Exactly. In 1996, Congress passed a law requiring an entry-exit tracking system. So everyone comes in, they get logged in and tracked, and then you monitor when if they leave and when they leave... 22 years later, we don't have it. In 2006, Congress passed a law requiring 700 miles of double-layer fence on the Mexican border. Virtually none of it was built. So I'm sure Donald Trump intends to carry out the good parts of his immigration plan. What are the odds those things are actually going to happen? And that's that's reason one. Probably the second reason is there is no cap. There's no limitation on 1.8 million. So the bureaucracy, liberal judges can expand it beyond that. A future administration 
can expand it beyond 1.8 million as every illegal immigrant in the country now using forged documents will now apply claiming that they were a DACA kid and qualify under the DACA amnesty. Right. The bureaucracy will be overwhelmed. It's full of Democrats anyways who are going to rubber stamp this. And then once, if anyone who is denied, they're going to file a lawsuit, which will take years and years and years to resolve, all while they get to stay in the country. Okay. And those are, and those are just some of the reasons why this is a really, 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 really bad idea that's not going to accomplish the goals. He says they're going to end chain migration. But that's only... After 2030, when all the current backlog is, 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 is worked through. In the meantime, until at least the 2030s, there's going to be no reduction in immigration, no benefit to American workers. So it, it's, and I don't know whether, you know, some, people, some people say it's just a bad plan, he's, he's wrong. Some people say, well, this is a political ploy. He's just trying to show the Democrats for what they are as being in favor right. of illegal immigrants. And some people have said, is, well, he may not fully understand all of the bad parts, all the deficiencies in his plan. I'm not sure which it is, but this is really, 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 really a bad, bad idea. There's a bill in the, in the, in the, in the House called the Goodlet Bill, called yes. the SAFE Act, yes. which would give legal status, but not citizenship, right. to, the, to the people that applied under the DACA program in exchange for a better set of immediate Thing. So we're going to immediately end chain migration, right. immediately end the diversity lottery. Right. We're going to end one of the key – Donald Trump's plan does not have probably the single most important factor or provision for controlling illegal immigration. That's mandatory E-Verify. The Goodlet Bill has that. Donald Trump's immigration plan does not. And as much as I do like the Goodlet plan, and I appreciate the work that you've done to you know pour through – the analysis of Donald Trump's uh, immigration plan, and I agree, um, this is uh, this the, the strategy behind this is yet to be fully uh, exposed. Whether it is, as you say, an effort to show the Democrats for what they are, the demagogues unwilling to uh, do any kind of negotiation or um, you know compromise, um, because they aren't. I mean, they they flat out called this. A white supremacist, a plan to Nancy Pelosi, a plan to make America white again. They call this a white supremacist uh, bill. It was crucified. So here, Donald Trump, at least on the surface, for those that haven't done the digging around that you've done, uh, you know, it looks like, you know, he's giving them a bigger bucket of of goodies in return for things that you know we're looking for your analysis has said nah quite so much and i agree the good lat bill is is the template we should be starting from at least um we still have to deal with the reality of 60 votes in the senate in order to get anything done so what that tells me is nothing gets done oh that's absolutely true the democrats understand the strategic importance of immigration. From 1981 to 2016, 33 million legal immigrants came into America. Not, never mind the illegals. Never mind their children or grandchildren. 33 million legals. When these people vote, they vote 80% plus for the Democrats. I've heard two-thirds, but... It's, it, it's, it, 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 it's 80%. So you're looking at 24 million at least 25 million votes for the Democrats out of that population, plus their children and grandchildren. Barack Hussein Obama would never have been president 
without this mass immigration. The Democrats understand this, and they will never, ever, 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 ever agree to anything that's going to re- eliminate this advantage for them. Totally so, agree with you on that. That is what immigration is all about. It's about refilling the coffers for the Democrats and it's for about, votes. And it's about supposedly cheap labor. There was a study done by the National Academy of Sciences released in 2016 that determined, and this was actually a pro-immigration organization, that... Legal and illegal immigration, because the law of supply and demand applies to the labor market, like any other market, reduces the wages of American workers by $500 billion a year. So that's an extra $500 billion a year in the hands of business that wants this cheap labor and the open border policies and the mass immigration policy. So it's these two reasons as well as why the the political class has for decades refused to enforce our immigration laws. You want to do something about it, you want to become part of the solution, you want to you want to get involved so that we can end everything that we always talk about in this program. There's a lot of good things that are happening across the country, but we are still knee deep in the ooze of the progressive slime that continues to fill the room. You got to go to the Unite IE Conservative Conference April 8th. We'll have more details on our upcoming shows, but With set that keynote aside. speaker by the way of Sebastian Gorka. Oh, I was going to keep that a secret, but there you go, Greg. Right. Divulging our Sebastian Gorka, former advisor to the president and current mega uh, promoter and Fox News. Uh, what is he for Fox News now? He's a uh, national security. I, I, I think I think he practically lives there. He does. He's on at Hannity every night. He'll be here on April the 8th. You can get up close and personal with Dr. Gorka. Come to the Unite IE Conservative Conference back next week. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 